Welcome to Everyday Entrepreneurs Everywhere with your host, Chris Parker. And welcome back to Everyday Entrepreneurs Everywhere. I'm Chris Parker. And today I have Nicolina Vanderpass, who is a Feldenkrais practitioner and master, as well as one of her customers, Simon Broad. I met Nicolina when actually the two of them were presenting on a global innovation and, and invention conference um, about the future of work and the, the, the mastery of body and apparently you know, physical peace was something that was brilliant to have on that agenda. And so I'm delighted to have Nicolina um, back in, in a way, but in the first time on this podcast um, to share this. And Nicolina will tell uh, you know her personal story a bit about her practice. And Simon is here as a really as a customer testimonial. And this is so much fun for me because I've not done this before in the podcast. So, you know, so great. We're going to have fun with this. So um, welcome both. Nicolina, um, thank you for joining. Can you please... Share with us, and then we'll hear from Simon a bit. Can you share with us, Nicolina, what is it that you do, and, and why do you do what you do? Well, that's already a very big question, but thanks for having me here, of us here. Um, yes, well, I am a Feldenkrais practitioner. Nobody knows what it is, maybe, but I'm... Um, um, what are you? What are you doing? I'm interested in well-being and or in general, but especially uh, well-being of others, because uh, starting off 32 years ago as being a physical therapist, that's what you do and that's your job. And I like that very much. But um, growing over the years, I was much more uh, interested in preventing and being how do you say that? Redundant? Is that an English good word? So, trying to be absent and giving the responsibility more to the clients by mm-hmm. motivating them to do their exercises or to uh, be more uh, available to growing into themselves, uh, certainly when they had complaints. So what I improved is quality of life. And I found all of a sudden on the moment that uh, the challenge of being a physical therapist uh, was gone and I did manual therapy. So that means basically correcting vertebra columns all day and trying to reconnect uh, skeletal issues and uh, joints and to bring them together again after uh, having some physical problems. Um, that was the same. People needed you all the time uh, as if and I could do the trick. So the challenge was gone. And then I met the Stoltenkrais method and they had in 2007 the uh, possibility to have a training in Amsterdam. And that's a completely different approach. And for that approach, maybe I would like to give the word to Simon uh, as being now... Um, uh, my customer and client for a while and who's doing also lessons in groups with me to become, to become more aware. And um, I think it's interesting to hear uh, what his experience is with, it, with this method before I'm going to explain something more about it. 
Simon, please. Thank you, Nicolene. So very happy to, to be here. Um, I've been practicing this Feldenkrais method for for a few years now. What uh, what I noticed are changes in myself, which which I found beneficial on on a couple of different levels. So on the the, the first level, I find more freedom of movement physically. So I'm more aware of my body in space and how I can move my body in space. Uh, and that's already a good feeling. Um, it makes me feel grounded physically. But then on a second level, I notice that I'm more aware of how I am with other people. So I am more present. I can be in a, a meeting at work. Uh, and instead of that thing of, you know, finding your mind wandering and you're doodling something or whatever, that you're actually really concentrating and really present for the people around you. So that's a kind of second level. And it goes even further because I find that my ability to stay calm in stressful situations is also improved. So somehow that groundedness feeds through into uh, how you control yourself and how you behave in difficult places. So that's, that's what I've noticed for myself. And I hope other people notice the same things. Nice. I, I, I can attest to that. I, um, as Simon and I have worked together, grounded, present, and calm are all, yeah, descriptors that I, I really apply to you. And, and now I'm discovering about how you've become masterful at this. So, um, Simon, thank you for for sharing. And uh, you're going to stick around because we're going perhaps to come back and, and talk more about your actual experience along along the journey. But Nicolina, they. Um, I'd like to go back to my initial question, the second part of my, my initial question, which is why do you do this? You know, you've got, you've spent, you said 32 years of, of your career serving, healing mm -hmm. others. Why, what, what is, what is your inner motivation or purpose? Yeah. Well, it's also a very bright and broad question because I, I, I like to serve, but it's maybe a very simple one. I'm interested in people. Uh, I like to be present uh, myself as well. And this method, yeah, gives me the possibility to increase that potency and that interests me uh, knowing for sure that the body and the mind are uh, one and the same, inseparable. It's very interesting that, yeah, life is movement and uh, I move a lot. Uh, I, I, can, I cannot sit still in my chair for at least 15 minutes. So that means that there's, there's something, yeah, how can I explain it? Uh, it has to, it's, it's very nice to, 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 to use movement to increase your potency in life. Mm -hmm. And so that means that if you, when you improve movement, and that's what I like, you improve the quality of your life. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I think I, I found the, the very best for, for, for everybody in life when they have the willingness to improve their possibilities. So that's, mm -hmm. I think, my main goal. 
Yes. Healthcare I like, but then independent from hospitals or practice and mm. uh, yeah, being in communication with others and improving a certain quality. I think that's yeah, that's the resume. Beautiful. You um thank you. You've mentioned movements many times mm. and I had the the joy of the pleasure of experiencing one of your sessions when you gave a, a guided sample session on the on the global innovation event and yes. i will include the link to that video on the show notes of this so people can see it but um, my experience very minor experience with the method was the movements are very minor so yeah. when when i hear the word movement some people might be thinking about dancing and and, and extravagance but in my experience the movements that you were guiding us through were very minor and very deliberate. Can you describe yeah. what you mean by movements? Even initial, yes. Um, well, that's the that's a key note in the Feldenkrais method, uh, which has this name from Moshe Feldenkrais, the founder of it, who developed this during the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s, um, is uh, less is more. And if you move smaller with attention mm. and also very slow, then you give yourself the possibility to become aware of what you're doing. And in other words, if, if you know what you are doing, you can do whatever you like. So also beyond your consciousness. Mm. So what we're doing is the the... the the unconscious conscious you make it conscious so that you can uh, uh that you have a voice and a choice mm. to improve through movement your potency and I, I, those of you watching the video i am just delighted by your smile when you when you close that <laughs> sentence is that that is potency and power i think that giving choice and 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 today's world where I think we do so much unconscious um, and, and, may, and also maybe driven by society and, and other expectations and, and reclaiming your choice at the micro level of your own movement, I think is empowering. I'm also inspired just speaking to you both. I'm conscious of my body moving and, and maybe it's remembering back from that, that experience I had before. It's, 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 um, is feeling very good. Um, can can you tell a little bit more about the the method and and just because you know I, 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 this is a whole body of practice you know that that takes you know years to master I'm sure but um, why does it work like like uh, you know. yeah the, uh, why does it work well the keynote is awareness and that brings already body and mind together. And uh, during your lifetime, you uh, develop all kinds of habits that, that are not so easy to change because you're not aware of it. Huh? Yeah. We know all the stories about people who said, well, I never could go with my, with my hands to the ground because uh, I simply couldn't because I have a lower back that doesn't work. Or It, it worked when he or she was a child. It simply 
got lost in space or through complaints or traumas or whatever. And it became a habit that you compensate or work around it, etc., etc. So you simply don't know. You are not aware of the fact that you can improve the quality of your life anytime, even the day before you die. You can improve that. Simply how? And that's the big question. And Moshe Feldenkrais developed his method uh, through the ages by he was saying always, I'm, I'm not creating, I'm not after flexible bodies, I'm after flexible brains. Because when you know what you, the possibilities of your body are, you, you can improve it. So what he did was, um, he had for himself, very interesting, a problem with his knee and uh, couldn't walk anymore. And he couldn't accept that. So imagination, which is... Uh, interesting part of the method uh, made that he uh, brought his intention and his attention from the good knee to the bad knee mm. and after a while he discovered that the bad knee was willing to move and then he was looking for possibilities around that to uh, to stabilize his methods and he followed the development of a normal child between zero and two and a half eh? when gravity is working in on the skeleton and everything is developed then a child can grow and then during 20 years after that uh, all kinds of habits are there if you're going to sit on another chair in your kitchen you all of a sudden see different things and think well i'm going back to my old chair because that's my habit and then my meal tastes better, whatever. Mm. It's, it's, all, it's all a package of what you're used to. And he discovered that when you get out of your habit by this doing, practicing this moving method, that, an, that, new, that a little change is occurring into your sensor brain system, which gives you the possibility to to uh, recapture the movements you had when you were a child. And, uh, and this has directly, I think that Simon was talking about that uh, as well, an, 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 an um, broader sense of self-awareness and a better self-image so that you feel more resilient when you have to. Mm. Uh, have negotiations or standing in front of uh, difficult situations. And so <laughs> what I'm doing is I changed my practice uh, completely into a Feldenkrais practice by treating or giving lessons one by one. And then I give the possibility to let you experience the gravity of your body the awareness of your bones because that's where we are attached to and you might know that the skin and the central nervous system when we're still three three days old in the womb of your mother they were made from the same ectoderm that it changed mm -hmm. and the inner side became the central nervous system the outer side is the skin so the skin and the bones is where we attach and these senses, when you move very small, have their effect unconsciously, doing by me on the brain and the possibilities that open up to release a certain stiffness or uh, disconnection 
in the skeleton. The second one is uh, the awareness through movement lessons, that's group lessons that Simon is also attending. And then you're exploring it yourself also, very necessary and important and nice because then I'm repeating kind of movement patterns out of the judo. Eh? Everybody knows that we are we having flexion, extension, side bending and rotation. But we're now robots. I'm moving now like a robot. But we're moving in space. So it's always the combination of those movements. Uh, um, a meaning that, that um, when Simon and nine others are moving their right arm, they all do that with a different intention or without mm -hmm. hair. Looks like this or thinking of the shoulder blade, and then it's already more fluid. But when you're doing it from your tailbone, it's all of a sudden a complete movement of the whole skeleton. Mm. And then, mm. then, and then in that process, on that moment, new connections are made and blockade vertebras of vertebras that are not working so nice are invited to join in. That's the magic. Mm. And that's happening. And if you're standing up then, because we work most of the time without gravity, then you're, well, I want to say lost in space, but then you're thinking, where was I? What, what's happening? I'm feeling completely light. And, uh, and that stays for a while. And that starts up a learning process to, which asks for, for, for more improvement than you did already. Wow, it it's it's I guess inspiring or triggering in in me that it's a it's a return to self, you know, it's a return to your child self, and it's maybe we've we've learned spiritually, physically, emotionally, uh, intellectually, all of these habits over time. Yes, and um, in some way, it seems like a bit of a rediscovering or an unlearning process, and uh, it yeah, it really resonates with me. I'm I'm. Uh, I'm um, curious to shift gears slightly and talk about customers. Like who is this, who's the perfect customer? So Simon, soon I'm going to ask you, Simon, who do you believe the perfect customers of, of the Feldenkrais method are? But on the on your website, which is incrediblemoves.nl, and there's an English version there as well, it's, it's, it says that the, the, the Feldenkrais method is for everyone, regardless of age, experience, or condition. And in my coaching and mentoring, when I'm talking to entrepreneurs, th that those words are typically the words of doom, meaning if you cannot be focused on who your customer is, then you'll, you'll try to do everything for everyone. I understand. In this case, it feels more right. And so, so I'm curious, can you share, how is this really for everyone? Well, there is no contraindication, also not mm. for people who are suffering physically very hard because they can imagine what they are doing and it works fantastically. Mm. So that's one. But I have to say, to simplify yourself, when I started up, I, I, I specialized myself in 50 plus because that's the mm. age that everybody is changing, purifying, wanted mm. to have quality of life already. And I also work in PR, uh, managing companies with people who think they're, uh, and they have the world, but think that they can do it all. So between 20 and 35, 
people are less interested, or at least the group is smaller, uh, around 50, and certainly for women, but also men above 50, 60, um, the, the physical problems occur or habits are going to, to stick and they, they are seeking out for more quality. So that's, of course, the group that's most interesting. But for me, the most interesting part is people who are willing to improve conscious their quality of life. Mm. And that's, that's, that's a smaller group than you think. Everybody wants it, but they, yeah. they don't want to let. It's not to obtain, but to let and to take responsibility for a certain change of in habits. And it's quite easy at the end. Yeah, I was going to say that, that people open for that consciousness. And honestly, I'm not even sure if I am. I like to say I am, but you know, how do you know that? Um, that's not everyone. Um, so well, Simon, in, in your experience, um, what is the persona or, or the, 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 the type of person that this is perfect for? So I'm um, trying to project my own experience onto this, but I totally agree. You have to be open to it. I guess that's the same, whatever method you, you go for. Um, but here, here, the the openness to learn and to change yourself is very important. Um, and I can imagine that 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 can suit, uh, for example, very driven athletes or dancers who are already very good at what they do, but want to go that extra piece, but they would be open to to learn and to change in order to get better. Uh, but it would also suit anybody um, that that has felt that need. Uh, if your life is perfect the way it is and you might have certain constraints that you live with quite comfortably, then maybe that's not the perfect time to be approaching this method. Yeah. Um, but you can always, as Nicolene says, what, what you realize when practicing this is you can always find a way to change and improve your possibilities. Um, so who wouldn't want that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I was trying to think, do I know anyone whose life and relationship with their body is perfect? Um, well, I, you, yeah, you're maybe not aware, but you can also say, like Moshe said himself all the time, what we do with the Feldenkrais method is working from we think in possibilities, not in I never could have done it. So we're thinking from impossible to possible and from possible to easy. That's the most of my clients I had in my old practice. Mm. And how about, and that's dancers and performers and actors, from easy to elegant. That's also possible. Also, mm. I, when you have the idea that you don't have the system to 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 move elegant or to whatever, to have mm. more radiance in your appearance. Mm. Yes. I love the word elegant. Um, I have had a professional speaking coach, and this has really stuck with me, three things to reflect on before going on stage in front of hundreds or, or more people. And, and, and the questions are, are you present? Are you breathing? Are you elegant? 
And this still comes back to me and, and before I get on stage, because even as a professional trained speaker, that is a, a, a time of anxiety. And, yeah. and that elegant word just really, really um, triggers with me. So, what, um, what what, was, what, yeah. Yeah, what, what was your translation of being elegant during your performance? Um, well, for me, it wasn't elegant during the performance, but elegant as in, um, for me, great question. Elegance is, is maybe the most, most me I can be, the, the most, you know, I am elegant and radiant when I am me. And so yeah. that's a combination of presence and breathing, I guess. Um, yeah. Elegance could also mean um, stylefully elegant in, in fashion. That's not what I, it's not how I interpret it because I, I typically am, am not the best dressed person on stage. <laughs> um, but no, for elegant is more of a state of mind for me. Yes. And when I am thinking about this, you know, if there's entrepreneurs listening, going from easy to elegant, and, and even though some of this might be busy with the, the, the mind relationship with the body, I think these are already powerful lessons about, you know, abundance thinking or, or possibility thinking, which are, are already uh, great lessons. What is your definition of the word elegant? Um, well, I think that ele elegancy shows itself when, when the best me, as you just told me, uh, is, is on. Huh? Mm. Put the light on green and mm. you're, you're thinking into yourself and sitting in a nice position and there we have the skeleton again is for you something else than for me. So it doesn't mean that everybody is, uh, has to be cured in a certain position and that you put on a button and then you're ready to be elegant. It, elegancy is, of course, thinking into yourself as well and uh, feeling completely uh, able to, to say and to express what your inner side is to the, out, mm. to the outer world. And, of course, with, with, a, with a certain... Uh, message mm -hmm. yeah? um, and then then it radiates by itself it's what I yeah. think yeah I think personalizing it for me in, in these speaking moments what I find is, is being present and breathing and being elegant to start the presentation if I if I if I am in that space when I start then the rest of that performance is glorious it, it works and if i start wobbly or uncertain or with friction in me it's it is harder for me to regain my own self while on stage and so that's also something i've learned is to, to if i start solid if i start breathing if i start relaxed and control and elegant then it seems to just flow and work and maybe that's probably with life as well um yeah, so breathing is an important part, of yeah. course. Right? Breathing into your body to to become complete before you bring it out again in a, in a performance. Yeah. Yeah. So again, for everyone listening, in the show notes, I'll put the link to the uh, campus party video where there's a, a sample experience, which will give you a taste. But um, let me flip back to Simon and and because uh, my what will people experience when they go to a private or group session? How long is it? What does it smell like? What is it, what, what, you know? 
What, what, what are the top three things that, that, that they will walk away with from the, the experience of a session with Nicolina? So in a, in a typical uh, group uh, situation, um, it is rather meditative. Um, mostly those lessons, uh, you spend a lot of time lying on the floor to remove the influence of gravity as much as possible. Uh, and you end up always from such a session, you end up with a new sense of gravity when you get up and walk around. Uh, and if it was a good session and if you're in the right place, then that sense can last a couple of days after. Uh, and of course, ideally you want it to last the whole week until the following session. Um, so th this is, this is how I experience it. Uh, from, from the, the one-on-one -on -one sessions, uh, that, that can go deeper, um, and, uh, really aim at, at relearning something very specific uh, about yourself. And, and there you can be very specifically conscious of that one place or that one part or that one movement. Uh, and, and again, you know, you go to sleep, you get up the next day, it's, you try to recapture it, it's still there. So, so these are definitely not sessions that you leave behind when you walk out of the room, but they stay with you. What does it smell like? <laughs> Better than a typical men's locker room. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, I, when, I, when I ask people about experience, I'm, I'm trying to find what is the whole sensory experience? And it's yeah. meditative. Is, is there music playing or, or is, it, is, it, is it? No, yeah, that's no. possible. Yeah. I, 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 I had requests of having some nice classical music or maybe stones, but then it's quite difficult to... Yeah. To orientate on your own body, eh? you mm. move from within. So uh, if you have all the sudden um, external uh, perceptions, uh, that's not so good for the concentration mm. because uh, it's not only willingness, but also uh, the preparation to, to move so slowly that you have to be perceptive of what's happening in the moment, right? if I'm holding, mm. a, if somebody's lying on the back, because Simon told you already, we take out gravity as much as possible, then you can feel your own lightness or your mm. own happiness, your, yourself, then, uh, yeah, I, I think it smells very good, but I have to say, <laughs> he is the one who's experienced it, but when I'm not in a good condition, I have to move with him or not. So. If somebody's coming in, it's not, I don't have a certain goal because you take the person as he is with his body and his brains and his mental condition on that very moment. You cannot expect more. So that's the starting point. Mm. So it's a very difficult question to answer because, um, yeah, somebody can ask, show me the mirrors of my soul. Well, that's a very difficult one. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I'm, I'm not moving, so I don't feel con that as if my head is connected to my breastbone, that, that then you know where, then after walking a little bit, I can see where it's stuck or not. And if it's mm. necessary to improve the whole skeleton or only a part, at the end, the whole skeleton will improve because you, invite difficult mm. parts to to join but um 
I think, Chris, it's time that you're going to experience it once. Well, <laughs> let, let, uh, let, let me, um, this is my last question. And then after this, if you have any questions for me, otherwise we'll wrap up because we're, we're actually already over time, but I'm really enjoying the conversation. When, when, and I'll just be very vulnerable here. When, when Simon mentioned you spend most of your time on your back, the sensation I felt was fear. Fear. Uh, fear. Of like, well, you're, you're, why? Um, vulnerable? Um, having had extreme pain in my past um, with my back, um, which has now worked through, not completely, um, laying down is, is has, I, I, I connected laying down flat with my neck on the floor, if I can even get it there, mm -hmm. with pain. And mm -hmm. so, um, no, I don't want this. But okay. now I'm, I'm also like, okay. But also yeah. the, the enticing invitation of weightlessness is like, yeah. I do want that. Yeah. So how can I, I don't know, what can you well, do with that feedback? <laughs> a lot, because you're not lying. Uh, in a position that you don't want. So if you mm. want to sit or to uh, in whatever position mm. you you want, you're there. And then I'm going to make you first comfortable with all kinds of materials I have, from little balls and, and, and rollers and things like that, to make it as comfortable as if you're lying on air. That's to start with. Okay, I'm, I'm sold. I'm in. <laughs> stop. We're gonna stop there. If, I, if you can make me feel like I'm lying on air, I'm in. So, yes, and you don't have to undress. So somebody's coming in as he is completely yeah. because, of course, I'm trained to feel through everything and somebody has to be comfortable. So you're not uh, coming in, in other areas, eh? like in physio, you have to, you have to see what, what's happening and with tension, busy with that. This is from a completely different uh, mastery, eh? so to speak. So, no, that's that's not the case. You... you we. And therefore, you make it very comfortable, and mm. you can say, but it's quite philosophical to end up with, that there are two systems who are meeting each other. And I'm the one who's bringing something, getting something out as well, by the way, because when I can bring you in balance, it means that my balance has, uh, has to, is changing mm. as well. So you could simply say, if I have six clients on a day, I could be, I'm, I'm completely in, in, in balance at the end of the day. So yes, that's how it works. Wow. Well, thank you for letting me share. Cause, cause I, I really felt that like when, when Simon said that, I was like, oh, like, wow, this is, this is, uh, this is discomfort. The feeling I have of just emotional and, and uh, thank you for responding to that. So I will, I will join you for a session. Um, yeah. If sure. based on this, I'm, I'm inspired. Um, if you have another comment or question now, or, or are we good for now with both of you? Uh, I think that I, I said the most important things, maybe Simon something. I'm going to look over what I really wanted to, uh, say the only thing I, I, but I think that's already clear is um, that we're focusing on the on the creation of awareness. Mm -hmm. So how how can your brains become more creative? And we do that through initiating movements very slowly. So nobody can object because the outcome is always nice. Wow. 
Uh, Simon, anything to add? No, I thought that was perfect. That thank was you a, so much for the opportunity. That was a perfect summary, Nicolina. Thank you so much. And those that are are interested, as I am through this, um, you can in Amsterdam, in the Netherlands, incrediblemoves.nl. Um, I see on there there's um, uh, private lessons and group lessons. There's a specialization over 50 plus, but it also really clearly says, and we've discussed it, it can be for everyone if you're open to it. So if you're open, please, um, yeah, visit Nicolina. And um, thank you both so much for being here, being here together, and, and this experiment of having a customer on the session, I thought was great as well. So uh, thank you for being here and sharing so much. Thank you very much, Chris. It was very nice to bring up uh, the Feldman Prize method here. Learn more at ebillion.com slash podcast. 